Hey guys, happy 2020. Thank you so much for tuning in. I can't lie, I was going to put together a podcast about season three. I did put it together. I recorded the whole thing and then I went away. I don't know what happened to it, but all of a sudden it just disappeared and I had a mental meltdown. I was gonna like re-record it and then I was like, I can't, I can't do this. I also got a new podcast mic, so I've been working on that, trying to get the sound right. Give me some time and I promise you I'll get it correct. It's just, it's. I'm not like good at that. <laughs> I'm not like a technician or whatever it's called, but I do my best. I did see that there was a review that mentioned the clips that I play. And I will tell you that I'm going to continue to do clips. But what I'm going to do is just tell you beforehand, like I've always done. I feel like that's the easiest way. And I feel like clips are like pretty important to the podcast. There are only so many Audrina impressions that I can do. But seriously, I'm sorry there was no season three podcast. I had it planned. I even had it recorded, but it just was not in the cards for last week. Eventually there will be one, I promise. And I do have a few cast members who want to come on. And I did say that before. And I know that I haven't really had many guest interviews, but to me, it's like, I'm just trying to kind of get this, continue to keep it growing, keep it going. And I'm going to reach out more 2020. I promise I'm going to reach out to more cast members and try and get something going because I gave them almost a full year to not have me in their DMs bugging them all the time. So let's see what I can do. I hope you guys had an awesome holiday season, no matter what you celebrate. Hope you had a great New Year's. My New Year's, I took a NyQuil around 10 at night because I wasn't feeling great. And I woke up at 10 a.m. the next morning. So that was like pretty crazy for me. Usually I sleep a solid seven hours a night. Thank you, NyQuil, for that that sleep. And I can't lie, I'm so excited to get into season two of The Hills. Like, I forgot that that's when we're introduced to everybody other than Justin Bobby. I'm pretty sure he comes in a little bit later, but whatever. Also, Justin Bobby did not like my Audrina and Justin Bobby post. And I was kind of like, wow, he took offense to that. So much so that I actually took it down. I've never had an issue with JB, Justin, Bobby, and I have been buddies, but he was like, all that was fake. I don't even know what Laguna Biatch is referring to in her caption. And my caption was an all too well lyric, the Taylor Swift all too well song. And I was kind of like, dude, chill out. Like I've never ever dragged you for anything other than being like a toxic couple, but that's not dragging you. It's just like telling the truth. And the fact that you're trying to say that you weren't even like in a relationship with her is the craziest shit I've ever heard in my life. I think the Justin Bobby storyline is one of the most authentic and realist storylines in the Hills. Him and Audrina really did date and he really didn't want his name out there. That's why he was going by Bobby because he didn't want to go by Justin because then people would know his real name. So that's why everyone was so confused about it. He talked about it in the live that I did with him. Unfortunately, that live had so many technical difficulties. And that's why when people are like, what was your least favorite live? I always tell them that one because the fact that like we were trying so hard to make it work and it just wasn't working. He was really patient with me. I was really patient with him and I feel like it came out okay, but it could have been a lot better. And by the end, I was just like, screw it, screw it. We're gonna stop doing this. Like this isn't working. So thank you for coming on the end. But let's get right into it. So this episode is 19 minutes long and I took about nine pages of notes. (laughs) So this episode is called Out With The Old. So during Lauren's recap, she says Whitney went to Paris, which we all know she didn't. Whitney did not go to Paris. They ended up like walking in the airport, then walking right out. So poor Whitney for that one. We find out Audrina has a new job at Epic Records and Heidi's been promoted and works the door at like the nicest nightclubs in the city. They don't give any specific ones. We also find out that Heidi has a new boyfriend named Spencer, 
who is also seeing Audrina on the side. What kind of drama is that? And of course, you're kind of like, wait, Audrina seems like the good girl. Like, Audrina doesn't seem like that kind of girl, especially because they were all out or like supposedly going out all summer being single, single only. I should have known right then and there that this storyline was fake, but I didn't because I thought The Hills was the realest reality TV show on air. I literally remember saying that to my friend Steph and she was like, yeah, it's super real. But I did actually totally forget about this storyline. I totally forgot about Spencer and Audrina having this fake romance. And we also find out that Lauren and Jason broke up, which I think we all saw it coming, but we weren't sure if it was going to happen. And again, I love that this is before social media. I guess MySpace was probably around, but like we didn't really know if they were broken up. I'm sure that there were stuff in the tabloids. I don't really remember. But before social media, we had no idea. Whereas now with like Vanderpump Rules cast, even Real Housewives cast, they're posting everything on social media, so it's almost like nothing is a big surprise. Of course, you want to see how certain things play out, but I feel like for the most part, you're kind of like, yeah, I knew that was going to happen. Yeah, I knew that was going to happen because they do live their lives on social media. I will say the very Cavallari girls are pretty good at keeping all their drama off social media, so it kind of makes me wonder if, like, all their drama is fake. I've been told that not a lot of it is fake. I've been told that, like, Sir, they've never been handed scripts or anything like that, and maybe they have to be a certain place at a certain time. But I don't know like how fake it is, except for like Kristen's, I feel like Kristen, you can tell she's very scripted and stuff. All right, back to the hills. Totally forgot about this Audrina and Spencer thing. So happy that this was on before social media so we could kind of go along with like the storyline and we weren't like, oh my God, oh my God, what happened? What happened? Why did she delete all of her pictures of Jason? We didn't even get that part. So the first scene is Lauren dropping off some golf clubs. So behind the scenes, this is like a little behind the scenes tidbit. tidbit. Lauren did not want to film this. She kept saying to production, she doesn't want to film it. She doesn't want to do it. And she was also really aware that Jason was on something. On the 10 year look back, there's one part and she's like, look at your pupils, like you're a mess. And he's like, don't do this. Don't do this right now. Like he doesn't want to talk about his addiction, obviously, and doesn't want to be on drugs. But watching it back, you can tell that he's not in his right frame of mind, as he is in like most of season one. You can tell he's pretty messed up. But again, Lauren did not want to film this. And I feel like this scene is so sad. Not even that we were like rooting for Jason or anything like that. But it's just, it's sad. It's a love lost, right? Love lost is always sad. I am going to play a voice clip. Like I said, I'll always give you the heads up. So if you don't want to listen, you can fast forward. I am going to try and do better and only pick like better sound clips than the ones of like them in the club or anything like that. I know my last episode, the Kelly Catrone voice clips were a lot, but I just wanted to try and like let you guys hear how rude she was to Lauren. But okay, we're going to hear Jason and Lauren during their breakup and get ready to cry. Are you sitting with my buddy? I'm saying I don't want you out of my life. Like, I don't want to be like, no, I'm never going to talk to you again, but I can't be normal with you. Like, I want to, but I can't. It's not just, like, that easy to, like, like, like not see you. No, but it's harder to see you. Like I said, this whole scene just absolutely breaks my heart. Like, it kills me. Especially all, like, Lauren's hair looks really good, though. I will say that. Lauren has some fantastic hair in this scene. Like, <laughs> if there's any good that comes out of it, it's Lauren's hair. I do think it's still one of the saddest moments in reality TV. I know that's probably dramatic of me to say, and I don't actually watch, like, a ton of reality TV. But I will say that that's up there. 
So they hug it out and then Lauren drives off and we don't see Jason on the hills again for a while. But he does end up on Celebrity Rehab with Dr. Drew, which I don't think I ever watched that. Like I used to watch the surreal life and stuff on on VH1 and obviously like Rock of Love, Flavor of Love, New York of Love, all those shows. But I don't think I ever really watched Celebrity Rehab. I don't remember like seeing Jason on it. Let's put it that way. But do you guys remember like Saturday mornings, they'd have all the reruns of those shitty shows on VH1. I used to eat those up in like sixth and seventh grade. And they even did it for the challenge. They'd have the challenge on Saturday mornings so you could kind of catch up because my mom wouldn't allow me to stay up to 10 to watch it. So the next scene is like so perfect. Like there's an aerial view of Los Angeles and the song playing is This Town by the Go-Go's. Like 15 year old me definitely wanted to be in LA. And a lot of people do ask me if I'd ever moved to the West Coast, but I feel like that's just too far away from my family. I already live halfway across the country. So again, there's a part of me that's like, What's another 1,800 miles? But I couldn't do that. That's a long flight too. Like my flight now is only two hours and two hours, two to three hours, I guess. That's fine for me. <laughs> Six hours, seven hours, it's a bit much. So now we're at Bolt House and we know that Heidi got her promotion and there's a new club called Area Opening. And Brent wants it to be old school with red carpet. Heidi will be the hostess. And as they are wrapping up the meeting, Brent says, Heidi, we have a lot of work to do, so please don't bug me. I feel like there's weird sexual tension between Heidi and Brent. I don't know if you guys feel it when you watch this show, but I feel like these two have probably made out one or, once or twice. So Audrina's sitting at her office and calls Heidi and she ignores it. So Audrina leaves a voicemail. Do you guys leave voicemails still? I'm a voicemailer. I'll leave a voicemail. I don't care. But she says, hey, Heidi, it's Audrina. I don't know what's going on or if you're mad at me or not. But if you could call me back, that'd be great. Thanks. Now you got to remember, Spencer is supposedly dating both Heidi and Audrina. So Lauren's driving to Teen Vogue, and then we get a fashion closet moment. Whitney shows up, and Whitney brags about Paris. Lauren, like, isn't interested. She's, like, rolling her eyes, and I'm kind of like, okay, girl, we know you're jealous, but try and be happy for Whitney. As they're kind of going back and forth, Whitney asks about her summer, and she said... Her and Jason fought like every single day and they weren't together super long once they moved in together. And Whitney was like, yeah, I saw you guys broke up, but I didn't know how to like ask you about it. And then Whitney gets a call for them to go into Lisa's office. And I have to admit, I forgot how cringe this scene is. I recorded it and almost busted out laughing. Like Lisa Love is so shady in this scene and this scene is so important to pop culture. I don't care who you are. You know that this scene is important. Like... I feel like you could probably say this scene to anybody and they'd know who you're talking about. They'd know you're talking about the Hills. If you were like, you'll always be known as the girl who didn't go to Paris. Go up to someone. Ask somebody this weekend. Be like, do you know who didn't go to Paris? (laughs) If they don't say Lauren, then they're no good for you and you have to stop being their friend. But I'm about to play the clip. I always, like I said, I'm going to give you the heads up just so you can skip it if you'd like. But get ready for a shady, shady Lisa Love. How was the summer? Summer was great. Um, Paris was amazing. Did you meet Fiona? I met Fiona. She was unbelievable. She sent us to Coco Chanel's apartment. We got to see that, so it was pretty amazing. Well, that was a great choice of yours to make to go to Paris. Is it something that you think that you might be interested in doing next summer? Definitely. It would be awesome if I could do that. Oh, I'm sure we'll have a conversation and discuss that. Okay. Lauren didn't go to Paris. She's going to always be known as the girl who didn't go to Paris. Do you regret that decision? 
was your summer at the beach with your boyfriend? Did that work out for you? In the whole time, Lauren doesn't say one word. She's just like holding back tears and shaking her head no. So sad. <laughs> That's why you always choose Paris. As I said before, I know people were like, Paris will always be there, whatever. I don't care. You choose Paris, especially if you don't have to pay for it. You always choose Paris, okay? All right, ladies and gentlemen, can we all agree? <laughs> One more time, always choose Paris. So now we're back at the apartment that Heidi and Lauren share. And Lauren said she's sick of hearing about Paris. She's sick of hearing about Jason. And on the episode I recommended of her podcast, the reality TV to entrepreneurship, and her podcast is Asking for a Friend, it's somebody who used to work on the hills, and she said for this scene, the whole crew cried. Like, the whole crew cried while they were filming this. But Lauren's sick of crying, and now she cries because she was like, I cried because we were always fighting, and now I'm crying because he's never here, because we're not together. There's a lot of feelings going on, Lauren. You got to feel those feels. And then Heidi says something which I absolutely love. Like Heidi does have her moments where she's a good friend. But she goes, Lauren, the best part of Jason was you. Hell yeah, it was. And I'm going to use that line if my friends break up their boyfriend. We're going to be like, so-and-so, the best part of this person was you. I'm trying not to use like names because I feel like I'd use the couple. So I'm going to just leave it like that, okay? I'm not going to be shady. Kelly's resolution is to be less shady and more direct. <laughs> so be prepared. So she hypes up Lauren. She's like, so many guys want to date you. All my friends, they're like, oh my God, is Lauren single yet? And Lauren just goes, I hate being single, which we all kind of figured. Like, it doesn't surprise me that Lauren Conrad doesn't like to be single. Now we're at Don Antonio's, a place we will learn to love as this season's progress. And I'm pretty sure Spencer and Heidi still go there a lot. But we see Spencer for the first time and he looks like a member of a boy band. And he asks Heidi about work, and we know that Jordan hated work, so maybe we're like, oh, okay, like, maybe he's dating Audrina, too. Maybe he's two-timing our girl. But hey, he's asking about work, and at least he's not like Jordan. And then immediately, he's, he's like, Audrina can't get into... How does he talk? How does Spencer talk in the hills? I mean, now, this is his new voice is like, what's up, players? Look at my hummers. I love Taylor Swift, and now we're gonna get Crystal's iced out playa playa? Like, that's how he talks now. But... The way he speaks in the hills, it's like he tucks his upper lip like into his gums so his front teeth are always showing. And he's like, um, he's like, well, Adrena can't even get in or whatever. Like his little cocky voice. But then Heidi's like, no, everyone at work hates her because she said she hung out with Spencer. And Spencer's like, no, we're just friends. We're just chilling. Like with his fucking teeth showing. His front teeth are all out there for everyone to see. And he denies it. Like I said, he denies it. They're just friends. And then he says, I couldn't be happier right now. And she goes, with your margaritas? <laughs> with your margaritas? No, being on a date with Heidi Montag at my favorite place in the world. Okay, so we like Spencer right now. We don't think he's that bad. Of course, we don't fully trust him, but Spencer's looking good to us. Spencer's looking better than Jordan. They pull up to his apartment and she's holding flowers and she goes, thanks for the flowers, Spencer, which is definitely a random voiceover that they just threw in there. And as they're walking into his apartment, he's like, are you staying the night? And she's like, yeah. So the next day... Heidi does the walk of shame and walks into the apartment and Lauren's like, ooh, where have you been? And Heidi announces that Spencer's getting more affectionate. She explains how Spencer no longer flirts with girls in front of her. How sweet. What a gentleman. No longer flirting in front of her. And now he like hides behind Heidi when he introduces himself to people. He's like, hi, I'm Spencer. And then, and then this is my girl. This is Heidi. 
I don't know if they're officially boyfriend and girlfriend, but it seems like they're almost there at this point. I mean, he's not flirting with girls in front of Heidi anymore, so great guy, Prince Charming. And then Lauren goes, ooh, Spencer loves you. And it's crazy to think that at one point, Lauren and Spencer got along. They did not hate each other. Now we're at Pinkberry. I don't know if Pinkberry is still a place. I can't lie. I am not great with anything frozen yogurt or ice cream. So I try not to ever go there. I used to go to TCBY because my friend worked there and I'd get free ice cream or free frozen yogurt. But that's about it. But we see Mr. Spencer and Audrina. They sit down and Spencer's like, I thought you and Heidi were friends. And then Audrina's like, yeah, I thought we were friends too. They kind of go back and forth and Spencer's laying it on thick. And he's like, how could someone not like you? <laughs> oh, he speaks like, a like. oh, I hate the way he speaks. I, I hate his new voice too. I can't stand Spencer in general. I'm going to do my best to stop telling you how much I dislike Spencer. Okay, players. But he asks like, he's like, don't Lauren and Heidi live together? And Audrina's like, yeah, so if Heidi doesn't like me, Lauren doesn't like me. And then he's like, well, I'll be your team member against Heidi and Lauren. And then he invites her to Don Antonio's and not just that. After Don Antonio's, they're gonna go to the Aryan nightclub opening together where Heidi's working. What the fuck, Spencer? All I can say is drama, drama, drama. I'm sure there's a commercial break and then we're back at the area opening and the only famous person I saw on the red carpet was Dave Navarro. Do you guys remember him? I used to have a big crush on Dave Navarro and I loved him in the Carmen Electra show. Like when they broke up, I was, I was pretty hurt. I, I took it pretty seriously. So once we're inside, we see Lauren sitting with, you guys know who she's sitting with, my arch nemesis, Jen Bunny. And while they're there, Jen's trying to point out a cute guy and she's like six o'clock and Lauren's like looking around. She's like, I don't, I don't know what you're trying to tell me. And then Jen Bunny goes, oh, I mean, 11 o'clock. And who are they looking at? Brody fucking Jenner. It's Brody Jenner. Which is bizarre because I actually, I, I knew who Brody Jenner was because I followed like Kristen's, right? I followed Kristen after the hills. So, or after Laguna, I'm sorry. So I knew that her and Brody Jenner dated. So I see Brody Jenner and I'm like, uh-oh. So Spencer walks in and he walks the red carpet and he's with Audrina. He gives Heidi a hug and Audrina just kind of stands there. And then they walk in together and Heidi is shooketh. Spencer tells Audrina that Heidi hates their friendship, like hates that they're friends. It's kind of like, yeah, dude, she she definitely feels a little um a little betrayed right now, but you're definitely gonna shove that in her face. So Heidi storms into the club to tell Lauren that Spencer showed up with Audrina, and she, Lauren's like, no way, no way. And then like it shows Heidi looking over at Spencer, and Spencer's hiding behind Audrina, and then Heidi storms away from Lauren and Jen. And if you're watching this, I know that some of you like watch the episode after I go over it. While she's storming away from Jen, Jen goes like, that chick has some balls, dude. That chick has some balls. And then it shows Heidi going into the crowd. And if you look to the, I guess if you're looking at your screen, look to the right of the screen and you see the sneaky little legend poke her head out. She wanted her moment and she got her moment. And I respect the hell out of whoever this little sneaky girl is. I hope one day we can find out who this person is. Because she is a true icon in my opinion. So Spencer says Audrina didn't come with him. He was just walking up and all of a sudden Audrina was behind him. Heidi's not buying it. And while these two are like going back and forth, Lauren and Bunny are watching. But Spencer's already like gaslighting her, calling her crazy, being like, you really think I... He's like, how does he do it? He's like, 
You really think I'd do that to you? <laughs> With his front teeth and like upper lip tucked. I don't know why he talks like that. And as they're going back and forth, Audrina like shows up and hugs Spencer while he's talking to Heidi and then Heidi runs away. And as as they're like, I don't know, as Audrina's walking up to Spencer and Spencer's wa- talking to Heidi, he's like, we got beef in the streets, man. I feel like whenever I talk like Spencer, I'm gonna have to like tuck my upper lip, so... <laughs> I'm probably not going to do a ton of Spencer impressions. Unless you like it, then I'll do it. Whatever you guys want. So Heidi goes back to Lauren and Bunny and says what Spencer said. And they're all just kind of like, yeah, we don't believe him. But Audrina says she's given up trying to talk to Heidi. Spencer lets her know she's too sweet to be upset. And there are a lot of captions because they're in the hot new club. So there's a lot of reading. And then Spencer and Audrina move to the dance floor. And we never see them actually dance, which is a damn shame. You guys know there'd be some grinding up in this bitch. And then Heidi goes back outside and is talking to a co-worker, Stephanie, and she's like, Adrena is a conniving bitch. And that is the end of the episode. That is the last line we get. Boom. So right now, Audrina is enemy number one for Heidi and Lauren because Lauren has Heidi's back. And we don't know how we feel about Spencer, Playboy Spence. And then we saw Lauren checking out a hottie and that hottie's Brody Jenner and Brody Jenner is going to cause a lot of trouble. There was this interview. I need to like stop just saying there was this interview and actually find these interviews. But Brody admitted that like him and Spencer would go to every nightclub trying to find these girls because they wanted to be on the show. I'm like, ew, gross. (laughs) So yeah, that's uh, that's the first episode of season two of The Hills. I'm excited to get into these later seasons. I can't lie. Like season one is okay. I don't really remember, I didn't remember season one, I should say, until like I rewatched it. But these older, like these seasons coming up, full of amazing quotes, full of good times, I am ready. So during the holiday break, I watched a lot of movies. I didn't really have a ton to do. And the movie I watched on Christmas Day was Hustlers, which I feel like a lot of people have probably seen. But if you haven't, it's a very good movie. Like I was surprised at how much I really liked it. I'm not a huge like Jennifer Lopez fan, but she did a great job. There's also a bunch of like celebrity cameos that I wasn't expecting. Number one was like Lizzo. Lizzo's in there. Usher's in it. There are a couple other ones that I can't remember off the top of my head, but I wasn't expecting to see those two. And there's also full frontal male nudity, which I was not expecting because I feel like in most movies, they don't have that. (laughs) So I'm watching. I was like, oh my. I watched the season of You which a lot of people are talking about. I'm not going to spoil anything for anybody. I didn't really like it as much as season one. I will admit that. And now everyone's like, oh my God, Pem Badgley is the hottest guy ever. I'm like, oh, I'm so sick of when you comes out and then everyone acts like they love Pem Badgley. <laughs> but I think something to take away from you is that abusers are not always abusive. Abusers can come off kind. Abusers can do a lot of stuff, which is why a lot of people end up going back to their abuser So people are like, oh, Joe changed, blah, blah, blah. Joe's not that bad of a guy. I've read people being like, you know, Bex was annoying or whatever. I'm like, um, nobody deserves to get killed. So that's season one. Sorry if you haven't heard season one or watched season one. But season two, I didn't like it as much. The ending, I was kind of like, bleh. Like, just don't even give me a season three. I don't want it. Let's see. What else did I watch? I was, you know what? I'm going to be real right now. I was super lonely during this holiday Like, I thought I wouldn't be that bad, but I went to work the day after Christmas and no one was there, so there was no one to talk to. I went to work the following day. No one was there. There was no one to talk to. Luckily, Saturday, I ended up going out, so it was cool to, like, be social and very sad. My buddy Callie, who I talk about a lot, who's in my story a lot, 
She's officially out of Nashville. So I am really having a tough time with that. But the good thing, and this is with anybody moving, if you move out of state, if your friend moves out of state, the one really good thing is that texting. Like you can always text, you can always do that. And that's what helped me so much with moving and why I feel like I haven't missed out on any of my friends, anything. But yeah, I will say holidays were a little bit harder than I thought they were gonna be. I put in my story Justin Bieber and why I'm worried about him. So there are a lot of people who think that I don't like Scooter Braun because of the Taylor Swift thing. I think I've talked about that before. I just like Scooter Braun because I don't think he's like a great guy. I think he pushes his artists too much and two of his biggest artists are Ariana Grande and Justin Bieber. Ariana Grande has been on tour for like a hundred years even though she's come out and said she doesn't feel comfortable touring after the Manchester bombing. In my opinion, Scooter has really pushed her to do that. And she'll like end up crying on stage. She clearly is very, I don't know, I don't know. There are a lot of like videos of her not looking super comfortable or happy on stage. I'm sure she loves performing, but I think concerts are a lot on her. And I mean, like I said, she's been on tour forever. Now let's talk about Justin Bieber. He's one of like my favorite people to talk about. I can't even lie. But he's coming out with his 10-part YouTube documentary. And in one of the previews, he's wearing the IV bag, which I've talked about before. I am nervous he's going to come out and say he has some kind of disease or something. There's just a part of me that doesn't believe it. And I know that sounds really bad and it's probably, I don't know, it probably isn't a great thing to say out loud, but I just, I don't believe him. I think Justin needs a lot of help. I think Justin needs to get out of the spotlight and should just move to like middle of nowhere, Wyoming, live in a cabin and get some real help. Because even the um, the church that he's a part of, the Hill Hillsong Church, that's not a great church. A lot of celebrities go there, but it seems more like culty than anything. I know I'm throwing around some big accusations, a lot of big words, um, allegedly. <laughs> but I know Chris Pratt goes there and then he got mad because people were like, dude, how can you support somewhere that has gay conversion therapy? And he was like, rah, 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 rah. I think Chris Pratt is a fake nice guy. I don't think Chris Pratt is who we think Chris Pratt is. I have so many like theories about celebrities. Maybe one day I'll just like, Make you guys put on tinfoil hats and let me just yell about all my opinions. I really, really hope 2020 is kind to all of us. I think we all deserve a good year. Let's put it out there. I'm going to try and get healthier this time for real. Not just me saying that. I'm going to actively try and be healthier with my mental health, with financial goals, with body image. I don't know. I don't think that resolutions are like a bad thing as long as you don't go too overboard with them. So as you guys know, I love One Tree Hill. Like One Tree Hill was probably my show that I was obsessed with before like any other show. I became like super obsessed with One Tree Hill. I was a part of all the forums. I was a part of like all that craziness. For my 16th birthday, my mom flew us down to Wilmington to go to one of those charity basketball games that they used to do. So I feel like I have like a lot of One Tree Hill knowledge that isn't put to use. So that's what I'm going to talk about right now. Let me talk about some of my unpopular opinions when it comes to One Tree Hill, okay? My number one unpopular opinion is that I hate that Brooke ended up with Peyton's leftovers. And I know everyone grew up, grew to love Julian. He never grew on me. I was always annoyed with him. I thought he was a terrible actor. Like, I couldn't even stand his voice. I was like, Austin Nichols, get off my screen. So I really hated that they were a couple and that they got married and then Brooke had like this miracle pregnancy. I thought that was really weird. I would have loved to see her go down the road of like adoption because that was a huge part of her storyline for a while. She wanted to adopt um, that baby. <laughs> I forget that baby's name. And then she had Sam. 
So I think that would have been a way more interesting way to go about it, in my opinion. As I said, a lot of my One Tree Hill opinions are kind of trash in some people's opinion, I guess. I'm trying to think what else. Rachel and Bevan were like my favorite characters. I loved their friendship. I thought it was incredible. I wish we got to see more of it. I do think Mouth should have ended up with Rachel or Brooke. I would have been happy with Mouth and Brooke. But I really liked Owen and Brooke. And I liked that she didn't, like, sleep with him at all, really. I don't think they slept together at all, actually. I'm trying to think. No, but that, like, that scene where they find Rachel in her New York apartment in season five, that scene, I was like, look at Owen. Owen is such a good guy. Owen's also super hot. Owen's never slept with Peyton. And then, of course, they had to go and ruin Owen's character and have him sleep with, uh, what's her face? Millie? Millicent? Millie. Couldn't stand Millie. <laughs> I hated her and Mouth together. Mouth was probably, like, one of my favorite guys on the show. Um, a lot of people, they're like, did you like Nathan or Lucas better? And I'm like, I like Jake Jigelski. That's who I liked. I think Jake deserved better. And I remember there was in like the DVD, remember you had to buy $60 DVDs? God bless my mom. (laughs) Like she spent a lot of money on things that she definitely didn't have to. But at the end they did like those extras and Mark Schwann said one of his biggest regrets was not keeping Brian Greenberg as a series regular. And I agree with him. Mark Schwann, also a horrible, horrible human. So one thing that I I knew about, I kind of knew about how he was a creep before all the information came out because on the One Tree Hill board forums, they used to say how like he'd be weird towards Hillary and he'd be, or Hillary Burton who played Peyton. And he'd also be really weird towards Daniil who was Rachel. Also, Daniil Harris, Rachel was like my first real girl crush. I remember watching him being like, who is this beautiful redhead? <laughs> like, I am so, I think she's so beautiful. I always loved her and Brooke, too. I think that friendship was better than Peyton and Brooke's friendship. I'm, like I said, a lot, I'm saying a lot of big things, but I trust you guys to not hate me for them. <laughs> but anyway, Peyton or Hillary was going to come back. She wanted to make, like, one last appearance like Lucas did, but she was like, I'll only come back if Mark's not on set. And he refused to not be on set if she was there. So that's why Hillary Burton Peyton never came back to the show. She wanted to, and she kept saying she would, but she wouldn't do it if Mark Schwann was there because he's a creepy dude. Trying to think of some other unpopular opinions. I'm not a huge Haley fan. I've never really been a big Haley fan, and I know I'm going to get in trouble for this, but I was not a Nathan and Haley fan. I thought they held one another back a lot. Like, with her singing career, she came home to be with him, and then... You know, he did his basketball stuff and she was like, yeah, I'll go with you, whatever. Like, I don't know. It was just kind of, I felt like it wasn't as supportive as everyone makes it out to be. And I thought Lucas should have ended up alone (laughs) because Lucas is the worst. Lucas is like the Gus, um, Floribama Shore Gus of One Tree Hill. (laughs) I'm trying to think of what other unpopular opinions I have. I don't know if this is unpopular, but I think that the show went on for way too long. It should have ended after season six. Like, if I stop watching a show, that means it's bad. I rarely, rarely stop watching shows. But I can't. I couldn't. I could not stomach season nine because of how terrible it got. Like, I was like, this is my favorite show in the world. How is it so bad now? I'm thinking about, like, the stories because I feel like... If I could know anything about any show's drama, like off-screen drama, it would be One Tree Hill. 
because that cast all dated each other. <laughs> so they're in Wilmington. Wilmington's a small town. And they got away with a lot, I feel like. So Sophia Bush and Lucas were met. <laughs> so <laughs> I called him Lucas. So Sophia Bush and Chad Michael Murray obviously married for like six months. They break up beginning of season three. And season three... Brooke and Lucas are still together. Like, it, it must have been hard for Sophia Bush to do that. So, I don't know if you guys know why they broke up. And again, this is all allegedly. <laughs> allegedly, they broke up because one of his friends called, like, the landline at their house. And, yeah, back in those days, remember landlines? So, he was obviously talking to his friend, and Sophia picked up on the other line and overheard him talking about how he slept with Paris Hilton. And there's an interview with Nick Carter where he says that, I mean, listen, I think Nick Carter and Paris Hilton were extremely a bad couple, like a really bad couple. I don't know if Nick Carter's like a great guy. There are like a lot of pictures of her with bruises and stuff. It's really, it gets dark quick. If you want to go down that wormhole, go for it. I don't really feel comfortable talking about it. But Nick like openly talks about how Paris cheated on him with Chad Michael Murray while they were both on the set of House of Wax. And I've been told that like Chad Michael Murray used to sleep with like all the people who worked, all the girls who worked at the mall in Wilmington. Um, and then, of course, like season three, he gets with a 17-year-old, I believe she was, Kenzie Dalton. And they were together for like seven years. But I thought that was kind of weird. And he was too old to go to her prom. Like his school was like, no, he's not coming to prom. Like he's 24. He shouldn't be dating a 17-year-old. So obviously, <laughs> obviously we have that relationship. So let's keep going. Let's keep going with these cast relationships. Sophia Bush then dated J James Lafferty. After they broke up, James Lafferty started dating Chantel Van Satin. I, that's not how you say her last name. But she played Quinn. And then they broke up. I, there were a lot of rumors about her and Robert Buckley, but I don't know if those were ever true. Okay, Sophia Bush then dates Austin Nichols, who plays Julian, of course. And then, do you remember Shelly, the clean teen? She was like so fucking annoying and a terrible character. Well, her and Dan dated in real life. So that's a whole nother weirdness, right? And then Chelsea Kane came on the show, what, season seven or eight or something? And she was dating Stephen Coletti at the time. So that's a that's like they were together. I remember reading somewhere that Hillary and Sophia didn't get along for a while. I don't know if that's true. I know that Hillary and Daniil were best friends. There's just like so much that went on behind the scenes and they got away with it because they were in Wilmington, not LA or anything. I'm trying to think of my other like unpopular opinions. I think me not liking Nathan and Haley is probably the biggest one. Because most of the time, if I'm like, oh, I didn't like Julian and Brooke, people are like, oh, okay, yeah, I could see that, whatever. But I think it should have ended after season six. I think that the show became terrible. And it kills me because that show, like, helped me so much through high school. There's, oh, and if the shooting episode, like, isn't your favorite episode, you have no taste. <laughs> I think, like, those three episodes, four episodes, like, the three fifth. Um, season three, episode 15 is when the time capsule gets released, I believe. Or maybe that's 14. I don't know, but... The episode before the school shooting, the school shooting episode, the next episode where they have like Jimmy's funeral and no one goes other than Luke and the River Court Boys, and then the cabin episode. Those episodes are like some of my favorite, favorite ones. Also, season two finale, 
is probably one of my favorites. Jimmy Eat World performing at Trick. I love Jimmy Eat World. Um, that's very Peyton and Jake heavy. I do think getting rid of Jake was like the worst thing. And I think that they should have been together. A lot of people hate on Peyton and I kind of get it. But I always liked Peyton. I, I, I mean, she was fine. Brooke, I pretty much always liked. I never really disliked her other than when she got with Julian. Because I feel like that was like not character development for her. <laughs> What's that? Opposite? What's the opposite of character development? I don't even know. I always thought Dan was like a great actor. Um, it was funny. So at the charity basketball game, my mom, who's such a trooper, like I know I've talked about her demons and stuff, but she's also, she can be a really awesome mom. And I just want to like make that clear. She's not a bad mom. She has her issues, but she's not a bad mom. So we went down and it was incredible. Like I got to watch them film the season four finale, like the last scene at the river court. So that was really cool. You used to be able to go and watch them. Um, But at the basketball game, my mom always thought Dan was like a super hottie. (laughs) And she was like, can I get a picture with you? Like she was so funny. And there's a picture of her with Dan and she's cracking up. And so it's such a good memory. That day, it was so cool. So I don't like Chad Michael Murray. I hope he's grown up, but at this point, him and Sophia weren't weren't together. He was with Kenzie. He brought Kenzie to the basketball game, but he showed up about three hours late. Not three hours. I'm being dramatic. He showed up at the end of the game, however long the game was, an hour, hour and a half, whatever. And then he stayed and took pictures for 20 minutes and then he left. Like I wasn't, there was a long, long line and he didn't even wait a halfway to get through it. Whereas the other cast members Pretty much all stayed until 8 at night, making sure everybody got pictures, autographs, all of that. As we got to the line, they were like, no pictures, no pictures. And I'm like, I'm still going to ask for pictures. So I asked Hillary Burton, I'm like, can I have a picture with you? And she was like, yeah, of course. And someone kind of gave her a look. She's like, I'm taking pictures with people. Like, so so nice, so sweet. And my, me, know what I said to her? Like, I couldn't think of anything to say. And I go... I loved you on TRL. Yeah, that's what I said to her. <laughs> and she started laughing. She was like, thank you. So we're going through the line. I get to meet everybody, talk to everybody. It was really cool. And then Lee Norris, who plays Mouth, was like super sweet and made sure to write your name on the ball. And I was like, he's like, how's your day going? I'm like, I'm so having the best day. How's your day? He's like, it's great. Thank you. I'm like, You're so nice. And then with James Lafferty, he messed up signing his name on my basketball and he's like, sorry, it's been a long day. And I was like, you're, I don't care. You're the most beautiful man I've ever seen. <laughs> All right. Those are my One Tree Hill opinions. Um, I feel like I could get way more in depth because like I said, that show, like I would have my own podcast about that show. I loved One Tree Hill so deeply. There are so many amazing quotes, like the episode in season four when they're all taking pictures of each other. I think it's called Photos of You. And Bevan does this speech about like what it's like in high school. And she's like, I feel bad for people like you because high school is everything to you. And that's how I felt in high school because I never felt like I was able to be my true authentic self. I was so self-aware of like people making fun of me. And I didn't even know if people made fun of me, but I'm sure they did, whatever. But I was like so hyper aware. And I remember after that quote, I was like, you know what? There is a life after high school. Like that doesn't matter. And even in the shooting episode when... Rachel she's like 300 days that's how long it is 300 days and it's kind of like wow like high school isn't everything there is so much after high school and I don't think anyone in high school is listening to this podcast but I think if you know someone in high school just like remind them of that 
remind them that if they had a tough time in high school, like there's so much more. I promise there's so much more in life than than if you were cool in high school. Earlier in the podcast, I did mention the sneaky legend who we who I caught like staring at the camera. She had no idea. So her friend actually sent her the message, sent her my story. And we found her, guys. We found her in less than a day. And I'm very happy. I'm like, wow, the power of Instagram. <laughs> she had no idea about the episode. She had no idea she was on an episode. And it was just cool. It was fun. I got to talk to her a little bit. She's like, I don't even remember that night. <laughs> so I hope you guys liked my One Tree Hill rant. Um, <laughs> Maybe I'll do like a little bit deeper dive into One Tree Hill. But like I said, the drama on that set must have been absolutely insane. And I hope you guys have an awesome rest of your week. My dad's visiting, so I'm really excited about that. I think that's going to help me kind of get out of this funk that I'm in. I've really missed my family, even though I, I was like, oh, I was home for Thanksgiving. Like, I didn't think it would be that bad. But yeah, I missed him a lot. Missed him a lot. So I'm excited for my dad to come down. He's all, Me and him get along really well. He's like my best buddy. So yeah, I will talk to you guys next week and I hope you have an awesome week. Good start to 2020. Let's get this year going. Let's get this year. I don't know what I was going to say. I was just like, let's get this year and then I stopped and let's just have a good year, guys. And don't, maybe not, maybe have like a couple bad days. (laughs) Let's be realistic. Shit's going to happen, but we can get through it. I promise. I hope you guys have an awesome rest of your week though and I will talk to you next week. Thank you for tuning in. Do you want to review? rate, subscribe, tell your friends, all that. Love it so much. And yeah. Bye.